Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. I'm going to murder you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Full disclosure, I don't know if I could do a good Chucky voice. Mine was probably worse. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) (laughs) No dialogue. (laughs) Will you be my friend? Yeah. Well, Well, I'm going more leprechaun almost. Yeah. Will you be my friend? The new one kind of is a leprechaun. Mm, we'll get into it. <laughs> is he though? I guess we'll get into it. But welcome. Another episode, another edition to our Summer Cram 2019. That's just too much fun to do. It really is. I there, like it. There's <laughs> there's one of our episodes where we just go ape shit. I listen to it like three times back to back. <laughs> it's too much. Don't know if the the uh, listeners like it, but those are my favorite moments. The ones that are just for us. <laughs> yeah, when you listen back to it, and even I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty delusional and kooky in this room, especially because. Little inside baseball, we usually record three episodes in one night. So <laughs> And it gets steamy. It does get steamy. I think when you're listening back, you can almost tell which episodes were the last of the night. Because they're the ones that, that end with us going, <sighs> Yeah, man. I don't know about this movie. <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> we start high and we end real low. But today we're only doing one episode, so we only got one thing on our mind. We just got to nail this one thing. If we can do that, we could all go home feeling satisfied. We could wipe off with a washcloth. <laughs> just feel satisfied <laughs> with each other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Oh, oh God! Don't do it. It makes me so mad. <laughs> I can't roll my I can't roll my R's anyways. No, I can. Yeah, hit it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. But we're not here to talk about Cardi B. We're here to talk about Card- Chucky Chucky B. Cheese Chucky <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> no, we're talking about Chucky because we saw a Child's Play. Yeah, we the, did the 2019. Quote, reboot, maybe? Question mark? I guess it's a reboot. It was funny. The movie was literally starting. The Orion logo showed up, and Ryan <laughs> leaned next to me, and he goes, is this a sequel or a reboot? And I was like, it's a reboot. And he's like, good. Because <laughs> he hadn't seen any of the other movies. Yeah, <laughs> he got concerned. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels rebooty, but it's a weird 
it's a weird thing because there are they are still making Chucky movies along the original timeline. So I think this might be just its own separate entity. I don't think they're gonna. Oh, maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe they'll do simultaneously this and then also the other one. Probably, but whatever, man. I guess we. That would be weird. It, That'd be really mark. weird. Yeah, but like, who's gonna stop them? <laughs> like every other year. There's just there's a, a different Chucky, and you can't like figure wait. out which one is this. And then and Chucky then finally, meets Chucky. Yeah, finally they do that. Chucky versus Chucky, and they expose the multiverse <laughs> into the Chucky verse. Chucky versus Chucky versus the people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, versus Leprechaun. But yeah, man, continuing continuing our summer cram, cranking out these movies. I feel like lately we've been seeing a lot of movies that we weren't anticipating seeing. Because I feel like this is one that flew under the radar until we were desperate for a horror movie trailer for a trailer park one time. <laughs> yeah, it may have been. I think that we we decided early on that we were going to do it. Well, maybe once, maybe once, once we, we saw... Once we decided to do the cram, yeah, then we decided to do it, I think. Because then we were like, all right, well, we committed to two a week. Now we need more movies. <laughs> we were getting a lot. And then it just so happens this week that we're recording it. The only thing that's coming out is yesterday, and I've already established... I'm not seeing that. So basically nothing's coming out this week. We got a bye week, which a is good. Week. Yeah, yeah, we do. Which is good because then early the week after, we got fucking Spider-Man and Midsummer. Yeah, I All, can't uh, wait. Day apart I from cannot each other. wait. Yeah, it's going to be like, We already have our tickets. Are we seeing that in Dolby? What's the sitch? <laughs> the sitch? Yeah. We're seeing Spider-Man and Dolby. Nice. I yeah. just knew we had our tickets. I didn't know uh, what all the deets were, but that's nice. I'm excited I... for that. Don't think either of us. I know I don't have my ticket. I don't have a ticket for Midsummer yet. Me neither. Because I'm not sure if it's even going to come out over here. <laughs> no, I, we might have to make a little bit of a drive for it, but I will do it. I'm going to do it because I want to see that shit. I want to be scared. I just want a good movie. I just want a good horror movie. I don't need to be scared because I feel like the, not a lot of things scare me. Oh, big man over here. Ain't scared of shit. Do, do things scare you? Do, do I'm like scared movies, all the time. Movies scare you? The yeah, Dark Phoenix scared me. Uh, Holmes and Watson scared you. Holmes and Watson scared me walking into it, <laughs> and then leaving it, I felt great because I was leaving it behind me. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm never doing that again." No, uh, you know, Hereditary didn't scare me. Hereditary it just kind of uh, like made, made me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, it made me feel real bad. I'm I'm even trying to unsettled think back. is a better word. Movies can unsettle me, but I don't, right. I don't get like afraid. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, because for me, like anything where you're jamming something in someone's eye, I will watch. But I'm gonna be watching while I'm squinting. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to see that. But I'm also like, that's pretty cool. I had a little bit of squinting in this movie though. Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Wow. A little bit of squinting just because it was some stuff was. There's some some things that were making gonna, me uneasy. Gonna start calling you Squinting Tarantino. <laughs> I feel like he should be Squint Tarantino. His he's go. You ever see his face? Yeah, you ever see his face? Well, that's because he's trying really hard to look at ladies' feet. I was gonna like, say he's like just focusing on the feet, but they're like further away from him. Oh, okay, I understand. So he's like gotta like really like. Look. I thought you were gonna say that he was focusing on writing the next New Found Glory single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, did you ever notice that? No. <laughs> Why'd you agree with me? Because <laughs> <laughs> because we're ho- co-hosting this, I gotta be on your team. I'm gonna show you something real quick. All right, hit hit it up. Wait, is it how the uh, the singer kind of looks like Quentin Tarantino? They look a- identical. Maybe it's his son, illegitimate child. And you're wearing a newfound glory shirt right now. 
Yeah, I am. So am I. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but the, the listeners don't know that. I love that you just looked. Oh, my God. Yeah, you right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, you right. You right. That's his boy. Although Quentin's jawline is a little bit more squared. But yeah, that face. That is a that is a Tarantino face. Oh, wait, there it is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is peculiar. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> peculiar. Yeah, I have some questions need answering. That explains a lot. It does explain a lot. That explains nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, this is non, non-consequential information. <laughs> but hey, we got to talk about Newfound Glory on a movie podcast. I bet you're real proud of yourself. Yeah. You're able to shoehorn that in there. Speaking I'm... of shoehorns, Quentin Tarantino, foot fetish. Speaking of shoehorns. There's a lot of great summer games to play right now. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm, not making any, I'm not making any sense. Horseshoes? Is that where you're going with this? Wait, did I ever tell you about, um? not this year, but the previous three years, I actually predicted the winner for March Madness. Cool. And the the year that North Carolina won, um, and most years, this is how it goes. My brother asked me, who who's going to win? And then I name a team, and then he goes, they're not even in it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, what about this team? And he's like, yeah, they're actually playing. I'm like, okay, cool, and then they win. So that's my that's my knowledge of basketball. Nice. Um, the year that North Carolina won, my brother asked me who, who was going to win, and I said the Shoehorns. And he was like, you mean the Tar Heels? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that team. <laughs> and were they, they won? Yeah, they won. Nice. I The whole time I was like, let's go Shoehorns! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going in the finish line, like, let me get a shoehorn jersey. <laughs> like, I got you. They know exactly what you mean. <laughs> we get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Common mistake. But tell you what, there's something else I want to do right now. Right here, right now. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. Right here. <laughs> the look of that you're giving me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not here for your shit. I ain't here for your shit. No, Colin, what I want to do, I want to go all the way to the trailer park. Oh, my God. Getting right into it. Yeah, no ramp up. I couldn't. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't want to waste the listeners time. Just kidding. I love wasting their time. You know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I want to get a book. Uh Uh-huh. And I want to get in the dark. Okay. Then I want to masturbate. <laughs> oh, I know a book no, you're reading uh, now. Scary stories to tell in the dark. That's what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> scary stories to smell in the park. <laughs> Why would they do that? Yeah. Harry Corey's. So any Corey that you know who might be Harry to swell <laughs> in the bark. <laughs> that was a weird time. It's like yeah. a firecracker outside in the bark. <laughs> <laughs> Doubt that's gonna get picked up on the microphone. Probably not. Now I'll add an explosion sound there. But yeah, this movie I totally forgot about until I went to see Child's Play and the trailer was playing. Oh, really? This played? So did you yeah. get there for like all the trailers? No, I got there for like the last two. Okay, me and Ryan. I feel like me and Ryan got there for a good amount of them. Maybe like five or six, and this didn't play. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to... Ever I learned my lesson with Toy Story 4. I'm like, let me try to... Oh, I actually have something to say about that. But I've been trying to get there not right as the movie's starting because, you know, last time I was like, hey, we got time. We ended up missing the beginning of Toy Story 4. Yeah. So I went to the movies today to see a movie that we're not going to talk about on the podcast called Late Night. Fine movie. After I got out, it just happened to line up perfectly that... 
I had like five minutes that I can go into. So basically I just dipped into the next theater where Toy Story was playing and I got to see it from the beginning. So guess what? Is there no, no, there's no short. There was no short before it. And the only thing we missed when we first saw it is the thing that says like, I'm seeing it tomorrow again. Oh, are you? Yeah. It's not anything spoilery. It just says like nine years later, it's raining uh, they got a couple of the toys on the windowsill in Andy's room. There's some sort of stress in all of them. And then like, you hear them like planning out things and Woody's like, Andy comes in, drops his toys on the bed. And then Woody's like, all right, you three here, I'm going to go into Molly's room and blah, blah, blah. Because RC was stuck outside in the rain and he's about to get washed down a drain. Oh, okay. Which when we walked into the movie is when Woody's hanging out of the window and trying to rescue him. Yeah. So the only thing we missed is Andy drops the toys on the bed and it says nine years later. Okay. So, did that come through? There's another one. Someone's popping off outside. Yeah. Somebody has no respect for podcasters out there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you little shits! <laughs> Do that in here, why don't you? <laughs> the door just busts open. Someone comes in and just shoots off a firecracker. <laughs> in my asshole. <laughs> they sell firecrackers right, well, in New York now. Do they? Yeah, crazy. Oh. I... My whole childhood, it was illegal at fireworks. Now they got like full blown fucking fireworks in New York. I don't I know when this happened. It's a week till Fourth of July. They couldn't wait. No, I mean just the fact that. No, I'm just you saying. Buy I'm saying these people, these oh in, them inconsiderate sons of fucking bitch. Oh man! All right, so you know how I've told you some stories about how I scream at people in movie theaters. Yeah, I scream at people in regular day life too. Just fun fact. So it wasn't. It wasn't even Fourth of July. It was a couple days after, a couple days before. This was when I lived in town and. I, at this point, had Logan would have been either just, he would have just turned two. So he's basically still at, like, the level of a one-year-old. He's only been two for a mo- less than a month. So he hasn't leveled up yet. He hasn't leveled up fully. His XP, hella low. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, like, 11 o'clock at night, and someone's firing off, like, fucking mortar fireworks. Like, not, like, little poppers, firecrackers, like, the ones you put in a tube and they throw fly up in the air and go boom you know yeah not like major show ones but it happened just it wasn't like one after another like all right let's pop off a couple fireworks and like oh it was just like one and then like 20 minutes would go by and another <laughs> one it was like late at night i ran outside and i had like a beach boy shirt on and basketball shorts and with like my loudest dad voice just like screamed like whoever doesn't Whoever's popping off these fucking fireworks, just so you know, I'm calling the fucking cops. And, like, <laughs> and then I and then I walked around town waiting for them to pop off another one. And I was like, and from the from the shadows, a cop emerged. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was just walking around, and I was just like, I I was able to narrow it down to t- a two block radius for like where they could be coming from. So then I was just like cruising around there and just waiting. I'm like, all I need to see is one go off over in house, and I'm fucking going up there and i'm gonna clean up i'm gonna fuck somebody up it's like i got my kids sleeping you're firing off fireworks in the middle of town it's like a, almost midnight what was in your fourth of july that's what i'm saying it was like around then that doesn't change noise ordinances in the town it doesn't change the fact that some people have families us of a baby us of a fuck that noise but anyways scary stories to tell in the dark yeah <laughs> really really sidetracked there yeah so are you excited for this movie yay nay you know what after seeing the trailer i'm kind of excited again i totally forgot this movie was being made therefore i forgot that it was guillermo del toro see 
Wait, is he a producer on this? Or He's a writer. He's a writer. Okay. So that could be good. Okay, yeah. The director, though, is... Uh, I'm not even really sure how to pronounce his name. I don't know any movies by him. Andre Overdahl? Overdahl? Okay. But uh, none of his movies I've seen... Not to say that they're like unknown, but did a movie in 2010 called Troll Hunter, and then he did a short in 2016, and that's, then that's it. He did the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Okay, I didn't see any of these so far. Yeah, and um, yeah, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I think is the next movie of his to come out. Now, do you remember this book as a kid? No, I don't. But really? everybody else does. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember it. Because so, that really, really, I mean, all of the imagery in it is like really creepy and weird. It's almost, it almost looks kind of ink blotty and it's like real smudgy and scratchy, like black ink and then some like just splashes of red and that's like pretty much it. I, I think I know what it looks like. Yeah. I think people. I'm sure you would recognize the cover of it like instantly if you saw it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like people were reading this book like while I was in school. I just never read it. Because you were scared. Hey, I was actually, I was, I was scared of stuff when I was younger, believe it or not. I be- Listen, man, just call me Ripley. Because I believe it. Or not. Or not. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Listen, we're not making a lot of sense today. Um. So, you know, I mean, I I didn't read it, but a lot, almost everyone that I've talked about this movie, like, oh, man, I remember the books. I'm like, I guess I'm the only person who doesn't remember the books. Yeah. Because I never read them. So not your fault. No, when I see this, it'll be basically like I'm just gonna take it as what it is. I yeah. have no, no no attachment to any of these. You're not gonna you're not gonna see this movie and be like, oh, that children's book was so much better. That might be a thing that it has going for it. I that, do that with Harry Potter all the time, though. <laughs> yeah, but those are hardly children's books. The first two are, <laughs> then they get dark. They're about children, but they're still like hefty books is what i mean like this yeah this is like a book that's like what 30 pages so that might be something it has going for it is that you know <laughs> you're trying like a lot of these movies when you're trying to translate from a book it's like how are they going to take this whatever 300 page story and boil it down this they're gonna have to expand on everything yeah that could be good it could be bad do you well, see the cat in the hat <laughs> that that masterpiece <laughs> that movie's one of them. that movie killed Mike Myers' career. <laughs> hey, Mike Myers is a national treasure. In Canada, Have you seen the Love Guru. I was gonna say in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does Canada know? Nothing. But yeah, no. I mean, it could be good. It could be bad. I, I mean, that's very vague. But I've seen it work. <laughs> it could be good. It could be bad. <laughs> I've seen it. This w- is our movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're here for the insight. Um, I mean, I've seen it work plenty of times where it's like, oh, wow, that was like you did a lot of really cool things there with with that. And then there's other times where you're like, why are you doing this? The cat and the hat being one. I think a lot of like the Dr. Seuss like books and stuff. Lorax. The Lorax was was fine. I actually think the Horton Hears a Who movie, though, was really good. Hmm. So, I mean, we'll see what the fuck they do with Green Eggs and Ham. (laughs) They're making a Green Eggs and Ham movie. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it's like about like a chef in a in a failing restaurant. He's like, I just need something. It's really gonna like speak to these kids, and it's really gonna like save my business. I know I'll make the eggs and ham green. <laughs> you know that. You know he's, that color. He that was everyone... high right before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that color that everybody wants their meat to be <laughs> green. green. <laughs> I think this is gonna be good. I'm excited for it. The trailers look pretty good. I don't know. I just I'm worried that one, the director doesn't have a lot of like experience doing movies that are like any good 
Yeah. And uh, but Guillermo del Toro is a writer on it, and I think because he's a writer on it, from what it looks like, they're using a lot of practical effects, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so. that's always fun to see. Well, you want to take a look at this trailer? Yeah, I feel like we should, considering we started the trailer park like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people believe if we repeat stories often enough, they become real. 2019, the year of children on bicycles. They make us who we are. That can be scary. Eat it, Harold. Eat it, Harold. This looks like it's Some taking place in the past. Yeah, it does look like that. All the cars are pretty retro. Okay, we saw it. Should we go now? The driving, I think the movie was black and white. Oh. What's that? It's a book of scary stories. Tell me a story. Harold. The design of what were you gonna say? Oh, sorry. At first, with this trailer, I thought because it opened with uh, the scarecrow and everything, I was like, Are they making a fucking Children of the Corn reboot now? Because, <laughs> like I said, totally forgot this movie was coming. coming out. Yeah. The uh, the design of that scarecrow looks really cool with like the yeah. hollow stomach and stuff. This looks like really awesome. Yeah. I'm afraid that we woke something up. You shouldn't have taken I the hate book. that. <laughs> the the spot Spy on face. spider in the oh. temple. Do you, you hate it because you don't think it looks cool? No, or I hate it because it's, it's terrifying. Unsettling. Yeah. I hate spiders. Yeah. Um, Sarah Bellows's book. When the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. The jangly man is coming. This is weird. Yeah. That reminds me a little bit. Granted, they walk completely different, but the creature in Pan's Labyrinth with like the eyeballs and its yeah. hands and stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, August 9th. A couple days after my birthday. I actually didn't realize it's it's uh coming it's out soon. soon? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like October. You know what's weird? Besides this now, because it's in front of us. Do you know that many movies that are coming out in August? I feel like it's Ooh. I feel like we're only month and month and a week away, less than we're like 33 days out from August. I know maybe two movies that are coming in August. But I felt like we knew about all of these April, May, June movies since like fucking December or January. Like <laughs> all the uh, all the movies or movie studios they decided to throw their shit out in the summer. They're like, "Wait yeah. a minute. What about August?" Oh crap! Yeah, it just seems it seems like anything that's being promoted now, it's like here's the first look at our trailer. Movies out next week. I'm really looking. Wait, wait so what? What were the two movies that you knew about? Well, now this. Okay, because we got some great movies in August. Is Terminator August? Mm, that I don't know. I don't think. Oh it is. no, that's later. Yeah. Then I honestly don't know any. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I'm actually excited to see that. 
That makes one of us. <laughs> Dora and the Lost City of Gold, baby. I'm super excited to see that. The Angry Birds movie 2. Yes. 47 meters down, uncaged. That wasn't... Is that... Okay, 47 meters down was already a movie, right? Yes. Is this a sequel or are they just re-releasing it? In no, some this way? is a sequel. Okay. Yeah. When you get attacked by sharks in the water, you go back to the water. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Good Boys is coming out in August, though. Wait, so I hope I hope that the premise of that 47 meters down is like, man, I can't believe we got out of there. Oh, fuck, I left my wallet down there. <laughs> they got to go back. The person's got one of those tiles in there. They're like, <laughs> oh, no. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, August is not looking good. But this, this, honestly, good boys and this are the only two things I'm looking forward to in August. Well, maybe the summer cram ends in middle of July. <laughs> and we just go back to one episode a week. After looking at what movies are coming out then, um, this better be good. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we're, we're going to be it. slim pickings. Although, we have to do Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, no, we'll do that. We'll do that. Yes. Do you know, is there, I know the trailer And I don't here. even like Fast and Furious movies. For some reason, I really want to see that because I just think it's going to be ridiculous. Do uh, we even know what this is rated yet? It's, it's got to be R. If this isn't R, then that's a crime. I don't think it has a rating yet. I think uh, it says in this trailer that it's un- like, you know, Film unrated not, or not rated yeah. yet or... And yeah, I I'm trying to find it right now. I don't see a rating on it. I hope this is R because right. that would be a letdown. Or would it? Because some movies are scarier not seeing the violence. I guess so. Think like Hitchcock. You don't really see a lot of Oh, he never did any good movies. That's true. <laughs> He's a fucking hack. What a hack. What a hack. What do you think about the cast now? I don't know anybody in this. Okay, I'm going to tell you one person who's in it. Great. Hank from Breaking Bad. Dean Norris. Really? Yeah. I didn't see him in the trailer. Well, that's because he's making a Schrader brow, brewing that beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's literally the only person in this that I know. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, the, this it's all like kids and stuff. But you know what? Actually, no, I do know someone. Uh-oh. Zoe Margaret Coletti, I'm pretty sure is how you pronounce her. She was in um, a movie called Wildlife, which landed on my top 10 last year. Oh, cool. Is that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Nice. I remember yeah. you talking about that for three hours. Yeah, you were really upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't, I don't know how to feel about this movie, honestly. I'm excited for it. I think the visuals look really cool. I don't have any attachment to the, the book, though, so I'm yeah. going in blind. I think I'm excited for it in comparison to what else is coming out around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I'm just glad that there's going to be something that I will want to see in theaters when it comes out. <laughs> That's a great compliment for the movie. <laughs> but you know what? I'm I'm facing this issue right now where I'm tr- I'm trying to go to the movies and I've seen everything worth seeing and now I'm just like great. Now I have to go see like some fucking bullshit. <laughs> I don't I don't care about, care about. at yeah. all or I know we're not going to do an episode on and it just feels hollow. I feel like my life has no meaning. Oh. All right now the biggest purpose of going to the movies is to beat you for the year. You're going to. I haven't gone much at all lately. Yeah, but I didn't really go much this week either. The only oh. only thing I've seen is is what I saw today. Yeah, and I had never even heard of that movie. <laughs> so. Late night. Yeah. I will say this though. See, like I said, I don't know anything about the books, but I think the books, if I'm not mistaken, they're all they're just short stories, right? Yeah. There's little So this looks like they took all the short stories and they combined them into one movie. Smart. I do like 
that idea like it's of... almost like goosebumps kind of what they did with that with the movie goosebumps yeah the goosebumps movie was like all of the creatures from the books come to life kind of and they combine them into one story well fuck man now that you said that i really don't want to see this movie <laughs> but that's different because that's like rl stein is the he's is the main the character movie. yeah he's yeah. the main character and he wrote those books and people know his books but what they don't know is that the ones that he wrote are have like a portal i guess to i don't know i don't understand that movie this looks like it's like a haunted book and it writes itself and as it writes things yeah they come true so it's like a little bit different but yeah i see i see the correlation now thanks for putting that in my head i actually i've said before that goosebumps at least the first goosebumps movie was better than i anticipated it being yeah i actually saw that in theaters oh you did yeah uh megan wanted to see it this is when she was pregnant with logan and i was just like sure and at that point, that was, again, one of those years where it's like I maybe saw five movies in theaters, and that was one of them. <laughs> would that have been on the top or the bottom of your list? Well, if I had to make a top six, it would have been there. <laughs> <laughs> I guess towards the bottom, considering the only other movies I saw that year were Marvel movies. I think this is the most sidetracked we've ever gotten during a trailer park. We've almost barely talked about the movie in the trailer park. Well, that tells you everything. You want to get out of here? We can get out of here. Cool. Let's talk about Child's Play. <laughs> let's let's say we're going to talk about Child's Play and then talk about everything else. Everything else. You know what I think it is too and even though we just left the trailer park behind cuz it's spooky. I'm going to I'm going to talk about scary stories right now. Okay. In a way. All right. You know what I think it, there's a lot of horror fatigue going on for me right now because for some reason it feels like they're putting out three horror movies a month and it's making it hard for me to care. I mean because we got Annabelle in, Child's Play. Annabelle Child's Play. And what what was just in? Pet Cemetery was in a few months ago. And that was out at the same time as Curse of La Llama. La 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 la. Curse of La 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 la. La la lulu. Yabba da hoo hoo. No, there's something else out that's out. That's supposed to be moderately uh, frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, shit, man. I don't know, but it, it just seems like there's so many horror movies out all at once. Oh, with Dead Don't Die. Yeah. If you, you want to call like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got zombies, but whatever you want to, whatever you want to categorize that as. How, how are you feeling about all these horror, especially these horror reboots, like what we're talking about with Child's Play? I mean, horror's never been my genre. I mm. usually only go for like the horror movies that are getting buzz behind them. Yeah. So lately, and lately meeting like the last like three years. I've watched more horror movies, but I'm like more selective with them. Yeah. So I feel like this year and last year, I watched more horror movies just for the sake of just seeing more movies. And I'm fatigued on the bad horror movies. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. Oh, Ma. Ma's the other yeah. one we were trying to think of. I mean, but like, I'm hoping Midsommar is going to be really good or yeah. Midsummer. Thought Us was really good. I'm trying to think well, of. Us is one of those ones that kind of stands outside of. It feels separate from just what we consider "quote unquote" regular horror movies. Yeah, you know, they're. I mean, you said it in whatever episode we were talking. They're like smarter horror movies. Yeah, smart horror. Smart horror. That and like smarter. Smart horror. That and like Hereditary. Yeah, Hereditary. The you know last year, Annihilation's more sci-fi, but I like that one a lot. It the year yeah. before I liked a lot, but I mean I also saw like The Nun and fucking Fright Fest or whatever the Hell Hellfest is what it was like yeah. that and. Pet Cemetery this year. Blech. I, I watched, feel like we've done a, uh, quite a few horror movies now on the pod. I watched this movie that came out this year called Hole in the Ground. 
Oh. And that was like getting like huge buzz. Like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like close to a 90. And I watched that and I was like, that's another one. I was like, I don't think this is that good. Like, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, you could check it out. It's from this year? Yeah. All right, well, throw it on my list. Got to beat your ass. Hole in the ground. <laughs> mm, sounds like my ex-wife. <laughs> I murdered her and put her in a hole in the ground. <laughs> God damn it. You're next. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a little fatigued on bad horror movies, but I feel like that's probably the majority of people. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know what? There's also people that just like to go to the movies and just get jump scares, and they like those shitty horror movies. Right. I am not one of those people, though. I'm not either, but horror, I have a weird relationship with horror because I do love quite a lot of classic horror. Like Hellraiser is one of my favorite movies, period. Not even just a horror movie. I think it's it's a close one and two, like kind of I'm always constantly bouncing back and forth between The Thing and Hellraiser is like my favorite horror movie. But if you want to, you could actually classify The Thing as sci-fi. And if you mm-hmm. do that, then Hellraiser is my number one. And Child's Play is not one that I ever really thought too much about. But like all the Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween especially. I used to love the first Halloween. I mean, I still love the first Halloween, but I actually watched it this past Halloween and kind of saw more flaws than I normally would have. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay. This movie's not as great as I remembered as a child. But as a child, I'm like, that shit's fucking scary. Yeah. Child's Play is not one of these for me. I feel like, and we said this when we did the trailer park for it, I feel like these movies have always been B movies. B the level Child's Harvard. Play ones yeah. specifically? Yeah. 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 And they start, I mean, the first Child's Play is actually pretty, pretty like good. It's fine. It's like a, you know, good, fun movie. Yeah. They progressively got worse. So then they just doubled down on the campiness. Yeah. And that's why you have like the bride and the seed of Chucky and like it just gets ridiculous. Yeah, which I'm okay with. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the campiness comes through in this movie that we're going to talk about. Ooh, well, let's get into it. Who? So I didn't do any research. Okay. <laughs> so is <laughs> who made this movie? <laughs> Lars Klevberg. I knew and, it. And, oh, that guy. He's got his stench all over this film. Now, just the theme in general with all this, this is a very inexperienced director and writing team on okay. this. It's either their feature debut or they're like only got like some shorts right before this or Lars Klevberg directed Polaroid, which I think came out this year. I haven't seen it, hmm. but it was like an under the radar, I think horror, horror film, but okay. it was based on a short that he did in 2016 also called Polaroid. I mean, he this is his... I would say big feature film debut. And then Tyler Burton Smith, this is also his feature debut and this, and he's the writer on the movie. The only other credited writer is, he's not a writer on the movie. It's just, they're using his character, um, Chucky character. I'm, oh, trying to remember, I'm blanking on his name. The guy who created it. Yeah. Um, Don Mancini. Yeah. I think, I think, or Don Mancini. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's the other writer on it, but I'm pretty sure he didn't write. They just, they had to credit him because they're using his character. Yeah. Cause he's pretty adamantly like, against this movie because they're like he's like you're stealing my bread and butter you son of a bitch yeah i'm still making chucky movies fuck you he's like yeah they suck come on <laughs> yeah he basically is just like uh my name's he's like just so you know i have really nothing to do with this they're just using my characters so if it sucks don't come at me i'm pissed about it too <laughs> <laughs> but actually when, when i went and saw this yesterday and we left the theater uh my brother he was like i actually really like the cast on this movie it's got a solid cast it does have a solid cast. Under the radar, solid cast. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza, she oh. plays Karen Barclay. 
Uh, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky, which is awesome. Yeah. And uh, they give him a little like a uh, song that he sings at the end. Like the I majority of the credits were just him that. singing. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. I want to download that song. Ryan told me that before we went and saw the movie, he actually listened to the the score, the soundtrack. Before. Oh yeah, yeah. Gabriel Bateman, he's the I would say your main character. He plays Andy boy. Barclay. Yeah. yeah. I I knew I knew him from somewhere. I was like, where do I know him from? He's from the first Annabelle movie, which we talked about. Oh okay. Yeah, and he's also in a movie called Lights Out, which I have not seen. Is that another Step Up movie? Yeah, it's a yeah step up movie. It's <laughs> step it up this time for real. <laughs> Four <laughs> to the streets. To the streets. Turbo. Light it, light it up. <laughs> step up eighteen. Taking out the trash. <laughs> light it up. <laughs> I like light it up. <laughs> light it up, dude. Brian Tyree Henry, who I know you love. He's awesome. Detective Mike Norris. <laughs> Detective Mike. Tim Matheson, he's barely in this movie, but he plays Henry Caslin. David Lewis plays Shane. I wanted him dead so quickly. Which one? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. And then Jack Black, is he plays Gabe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's Trent Rent-A-Cop. <laughs> All right, so about this guy. There's no way he's not making a choice to intentionally look like Jack Black. Yeah. He's got the same facial hair. He even sounds like him, kind of. I'm convinced that the studio thought they had Jack Black. I bet you. <laughs> I bet you. They're like, man, Jack Black is really giving us his all. We're barely paying him. <laughs> paying him peanuts compared to his Kung Fu Panda money. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say this. I guess let's just get into it. I think the acting, for the most part in this movie, is actually pretty good. Yeah. That guy was horrible. Yes. <laughs> he also doesn't really do or say much. He's basically there for a kill and some creepiness. Uh, yeah, but the, like before he dies, they actually give him dialogue. Uh, and yeah. and just his dialogue alone, I was like, you need to die. I can't watch you on here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve death. <laughs> I will not be sad. You know what? That's Kaslin how- lights on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then the screen goes, no, come on, turn back on. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, geez. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I'll give him credit for is setting up that camera in Aubrey Plaza's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought the acting for the most part, really just the exception of him, I actually thought the acting was pretty good. Him and the the fat kid. What was his name? His character's Puck name or is something yeah, like Pug. That. Pug. Pug. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like him at all. Yeah. No. Because every everything that he did, you like when he was laughing at Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it was so <laughs> it was it was too much. Yeah. It was just too much. I feel like he should have been the serial killer after seeing that scene. I was like, you are loving Texas Chainsaw Massacre way too much. Like, that, yeah. that's, that's a fine movie, but I mean. Well, they weren't even watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They were watching the second one. <laughs> they weren't he, even watching the, he the first one. He literally, he is throwing popcorn in his mouth without like a, chewing and just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're a slob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, handfuls at a time, just from like two feet away, just like, some of this will get in. It's bound to. He's got his own Smacking giant him forehead <laughs> yeah oh my god but yeah no i i would agree with that he, he wasn't particularly good but he wasn't in it enough for me to actually be like yeah i mean either was the other guy but the other guy i feel like almost had more lines or just because he was getting murdered i don't even know if he had more lines honestly it was just his lines were just so bad that they stood out more to me but i would i would agree that the, that pug kid wasn't as good either but i thought the acting was actually good it lent itself a little bit to like one of my other points that i had the first half of this movie surprisingly was like actually making me like sympathize and feel for the characters a little bit. And yeah. I was like, I wasn't expecting this. 
this is kind of nice. Yeah. Hey, man, I felt for I felt for them right away. I felt for the kid right away when we get to meet his shitty, I guess, stepdad or whatever, Shane. I'm just like, oh, Aubrey deserves so much better. <laughs> we'll we'll get to him because I, I want I have a few things I want to say about him. But yeah, I was surprised how much they actually made me like actually care about the kid and then this movie actually does some things like i would say possibly better than the original child's play it expands on the story between the chucky doll and the kid's relationship yeah definitely and i mean it it's all it's very different i'll tell you that yeah very much so because in the original child's play chucky is possessed by the soul of, of a, a serial killer yeah whereas in this it's an ai set you it's know. a sentient toy. Right. And so it learns behaviors and mm-hmm. becomes a psycho. Yeah. Which I can see Chucky purists, which also if you're a Chucky purist, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> who even are you? But I can see, I can see people being kind of like that's neutering the character a little bit and it takes away some of its edge. But I actually think that it, makes it even not maybe not necessarily darker but it adds a little bit more like unpredictability to him in the sense that like he can have compassion in some way yeah i i completely agree it seemed like at least for the first hour of this movie really chucky wasn't inherently evil like the the normal child's play chucky like you said he's he's a doll that you know is basically all of his firewalls are taken down and he's got like he's this is basically the which, r-rated version of, of small soldiers in a yeah. sense but like <laughs> when that happened because that's early on in the movie because if you want it's my first scene of the movie exactly my uh my take on the movie from when it started to when it ended it's funny because it was the same movie all the way through but my perception of it changed after like the first 15 20 minutes similar to like how rocket man was when i walked into rocket man i wasn't expecting a musical so i was put off by it and then after the a while and i realized oh this is actually all a musical i was happy mm-hmm. this movie that scene happened and i wrote down a disgruntled employee sets free an ai doll that this movie's already stupid <laughs> and then as the movie went on i went oh this movie knows that it's stupid I like that. Yeah, I think, I mean, you had told me before I went and saw this movie kind of how you felt about it a little bit. You told me basically exactly that. So I went into the movie thinking that they were going to play off the like campy cheesiness of the like the original movies more. So even in the beginning with like a few of the early scenes that were pretty stupid, I wasn't taken out of it yet because I was like, yeah, okay, this, it, it, I'm assuming it's going to like come together and this and that and it knows what it is. And then pretty soon, like, there's a lot of things that they set up early on in the movie that look dumb, but then they play on it. Like, the Chucky doll in this one, which we talked about in the trailer park, looks like shit. Yeah. But then after watching the movie, I'm like, I don't mind it because they know that it looks like shit. Yeah, because they even multiple times are just like, this thing is weird. Yeah. They're like, before he even comes to life or whatever, they're, they're just kind of like, and I also yeah, like, it, it has nothing to do with the fact that the doll is a murderer. They're literally just like, this doll sucks. They're already making a second one. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the I, new doll is coming out at the beginning of this movie. I actually liked that part of it too, is that this buddy doll is the outdated version. Yeah. And it's like, not even cool to have him. It's not like a thing where it's like the, <laughs> you know, it's like the He's release already date. memes. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they kind of they modernized it in like a pretty interesting way. Because if you do think about that, and you really wanted to put your brain to it and be like, why would a fucking kid buy a doll like this in 2019? If it was just a regular doll, like a Cabbage Patch type doll, like how the original Chucky was, who became possessed. Mm-hmm. And then also you have it where people aren't considering that the doll is a problem because in in Chucky, like or sorry, in the original Child's Play, it's like holy fuck, this doll's alive. Yeah. In this one, it's like, well, yeah, like that's what they do. They they walk and they talk and they learn and they adapt and they can use different appliances and stuff. So when shit starts happening, you just be like, whatever, man. It's a fucking remote control that walks and talks. Like, yeah, it, it's not surprising. This is, this to is see a this murderous Alexa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you wanted to update a character and change kind of the backstory to fit a modern time. I think they actually did a really good job with it. Yeah, I think they they did too. I was surprised. I was because you know, as stupid as the movie is, especially when you you're like, I'm seeing Child's Play. Like I said this to my parents. I was like, me and Ryan are gonna see Child's Play, and they're like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's the movie where the doll kills people, and they're like, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. But I was sitting there and I was like, the decisions that they made that are changes that people might have a problem with. I was actually like, I'm kind of digging this. Like these are actually some smart choices when you watch yeah. it, because. One, like like you're saying, when shit hits the fan, people don't believe you because they're like, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's it like nobody's freaked out by it walking around and stuff like that. So all yeah. that weird shit is fine. It's also a little bit of like a commentary on like our like reliance of technology. Like it's almost like technophobia in a way. Dude, I to a level already have technophobia because I will not get a fucking Alexis or any of that. Or Alexa, was that what it's it Alexa, is? Alexa, yeah. Okay, What? see, that's how much I care. <laughs> but I don't want any of that. I don't want a smart home. I don't want smart... It's bad enough having a smartphone. So, you know, when you have a conversation about something, and then for some reason the next day you get ads for it on your phone, yeah. and you didn't even search it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, cool, my phone's listening to me when it's not on. Yeah, or it's active. a crazy coincidence. Yeah, crazy coincidence. <laughs> oh, man, weird, small world. Am I right? <laughs> But then to put a fucking box in your house that's just recording everything you're doing mm-hmm. and telling the fucking CIA. The one thing I will say about the whole like Chucky's and the cloud and Bluetooth and all that shit, I liked it a lot more before the technical aspect of it got way too out of control. Like when he started taking over other dolls and stuff like that? Yeah, like I, I that was, was the only thing I questioned. I could I- see him using the drones, but... How did he tap into dolls that were in their boxes? The moment that I started being like, uh, you're losing me a little bit because I did actually enjoy this movie a good amount. But the moment that not started knocking it down like grades for me was right when the older woman uh, gets in the Uber. Yeah. So why, why would a, a child's toy be programmed to uh, call an Uber with no driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it started getting just too and be ridiculous. Able to control it. Yeah. I guess the idea is that his AI can reprogram himself and his abilities because he doesn't have the firewalls. That would be like a way they could like write that off. My thing is, and I'm saying it here and now I guarantee for the rest of my life. And I don't care how advanced technology gets. I will never Get into a car that drives itself. <laughs> Ever. I will not do it. Ever. You can. I will sign a document, notarized, and if you ever catch me doing it, you will be legally allowed to murder me. 
because I ain't fucking getting in a car that no one's driving. All right, Will Smith. Is that a thing? He doesn't drive the cars that drive themselves in iRobot. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's a genius. I don't blame him. Minority Report? Fuck that. And those go up the walls? Yeah. What? So sick. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, no, once once the, they called that Uber, I was like, okay, this is... Because that's really only going to be the last half hour of the movie. And there's a scene where he calls a Uber that drives itself. Yeah. And then... For Detective Mike's mom. Yes. That was an unfortunate kill. Out of all the people to kill. Yeah. <laughs> She's such a nice lady. Yeah, she was She was honestly probably the only, only person in this movie that actually dies that you're like, damn it, they didn't deserve it. Because they go overboard with like the reasons why you should hate certain people before they kill them. Oh, but wow, do their deaths pay off? I'd yeah. say... I'd say her death is far less gruesome, mm-hmm. and I think well, they that, cut the cup before it, right? So I think that's a choice. Whereas the other deaths is just like you're gonna watch all of it happen. Like, yeah, when they kill Jack Black, it, it like his I want- foot hits that table saw, it just throws his leg across the room. Yeah, and there's just blood everywhere. It's awesome. I I was gonna get to the the kills and stuff like that in a bit, but going off what I was gonna say with the technology and stuff in the last half hour, he calls up an Uber that drives itself. He takes control of a bunch of drones, locks down an entire room. Yeah. How does he lock the store? Yeah. It's so, it gets so ridiculous in the last, the last little while. And then all of a sudden, like he can jump super high. <laughs> He's got like Mario super jump. Like that's not really so much with the technology, but yeah. it, I liked it a lot more when it actually felt like he was a toy that could just do certain, th- like I liked the, the see through Chucky's eyes thing. Yeah, and I like which we almost we talked about in the trailer park, and we were expecting they yeah. could play something really cool with that, and I think they did a good job. Yeah. using that technology. I, th- I think they they use the like technology effectively at times, and then sometimes it's just too ridiculous. Well, I think that's that kind of comes with the climax. It's like, all right, how are we gonna end this? And be like, let's fucking just blow our load on everything. Yeah, I liked it more when it was like I don't even want to say reserved because it's not reserved because we'll talk about the kills in a few minutes, but oh, yeah. like. I liked it more when it was scaled back a little bit more. And it felt almost just like a slasher in disguise type movie. Yeah, really. I have a feeling that if they're going to continue making these, that the next one is going... I almost feel like they're going to a place where... Because it seems like this Kaslin, whatever, company, industries, they just make every single thing. Yeah, apparently. And I feel like the next one, it's going to be like Chucky's able to hack into like military stuff now because Kaslin makes military weapons and stuff. He's going to be like flying a helicopter and just running machine guns (laughs) down on things. Like, I feel like it's going to just keep escalating to a point of just utter ridiculousness. Yeah. But I I won't, I won't like that. I guess it depends, man. Yeah. I don't think I'll like it. I, I like knowing that I'm going to a campy horror movie. I don't like when I go to a movie and it's just another horror movie trying to take itself too seriously and it's just tricking you with silence and then a loud bang and then something comes out from a corner. Like That doesn't do it for me. But if I know you're trying to be over the top and ridiculous and you're not taking your movie too seriously, I can enjoy myself a lot. No matter how stupid it is, sometimes the stupider the better for me. See, I felt like the first hour of this movie or so, it wasn't necessarily taking itself seriously, but it was more grounded. It was yeah, it was it was grounded and I felt like they were actually trying to like make something competent kind of. Yeah. And not to say that they weren't in the last half hour, but the half hour, last half hour feels very much out of control. Yeah. 
And like, like I said, the first half hour, or rather than the first hour of the movie, they're actually like making you care about Chucky and the kid because it's kind of like, that's like his like companion almost like that. Yeah. And then the, when they have to like kill Chucky, you can see that the kid is actually really upset by like having to get rid Like there's a few parts where I was like, this is actually hitting me in the feels a little bit. Like I feel really bad for this character. Yeah. The and, writing's solid. In yeah. This movie. And then, and then like when those kills happen, even though they're early, they're, I mean, they are kind of, they are ridiculous and they're super bloody and shit like that. But like the way they're done was like very entertaining for me because they were bloody and stuff like that. Whereas the kills and stuff at the end were just like blood and like shit flying all over the screen. And like, it's almost too much of it. You know, it almost became like action horror rather than horror, if that makes sense. Okay. I can kind of see that. You want to get to the kills? That's, that's just how I felt. I felt like the first hour was much more of a movie. (laughs) Yeah. But that's that's kind of all you need. You need your setup, and then you spend your last half hour just paying off with gore. I guess which, so. <laughs> which I'm totally fine with, and that's something... We did a movie... I don't remember which one it was. We did a movie recently where I was just like, you spent all of this time in the slow part. It's probably Ma. Oh, you know what it was? It was Godzilla. I was like, honestly, just oh. I want the last half hour of the movie to just be monsters fighting, mm-hmm. and they couldn't even give us that. It was just all the boring human stuff. This, it gave you your setup. It made you care about the characters. You understand who's who, what's their relationship to each other. And then your last half hour is just straight up gore. (laughs) And it's like the perfect concoction. Did you think the gore, though, at the end was as good as the gore in the beginning? Because when I I think back about the kills, the first two are the ones that are going to stand out for me. Everything else after that doesn't feel as, as good. Um, there's one that stands out for me that's later. It's like the inciting incident for the whole store getting shut down. All right, let's start. You want to start talking about kills? Yeah, we'll talk about kills. We'll go chronologically. Okay. And then we'll, because this movie, spoiler alert, does not have that many kills. Uh, It doesn't. We said that in the trailer, we're like, oh, they're showing you a lot of kills. They show you all the kills. Almost, yeah. They, I, or you at least know who's you d- dying. You're going to know who dies. They don't show you the kills exactly, because all of them, for me, for the most part, were surprising. Yeah, I think the only one that I had an idea of what was going to happen was Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, because you, you, they show you more of that kill. Yeah, but the first one, Aubrey Plaza's character is dating this other guy. Scumbag. And he's a scumbag, and you hate him the whole time he's there. Yeah. And the whole time you, you see him, you're just like, yeah, this guy better, he needs to get his. Yeah. Like, he needs to, Chucky needs to run house on this guy. You already hate him. And then he pulls up to his house, and then you find out that he's cheating on his wife with Aubrey Plaza's character, and he has kids. And <laughs> I thought it was funny. More. Yeah, you're like, you're you were already wanted him dead, and then then that happened. You're like, you didn't even you do s- that. But you now son he of a just, bitch. yeah, you son of a bitch, <laughs> fuck you, Shane. So the kill, that kill was amazing. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and the <laughs> the money shot of that kill. So like Chucky basically. Well, he's on a ladder and he's and getting he's, down the Christmas lights yeah, off the roof. But then he's like got them all tangled around him, and then Chucky like bangs the ladder or whatever, and he the dad falls falls <laughs> off and snaps both of his legs <laughs> and his bo- like bone through the fucking shin, like all that. Yeah, I laughed. Skin. I laughed out loud at that part in the yeah. theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a few times I laughed, but especially the way this pays off. So he's crawling away. Because Chucky sets like uh, like the snowblower towards him, yeah, and he gets caught up in the in the lights, and that drags it towards him. But <laughs> so it it gets close to his head, and he just stops it. And I'm just like, oh man, 
What a robbery. And then Chucky pops up on him. He's like, what's that motherfucker? And he's like, got he, a knife and he's going to stab him and shit. You're going to say the line that he says? What's the I don't even remember the <laughs> this, line. Uh, this one's for Tupac. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the kids were ta- telling him to say it yeah. earlier in the movie. Forgot about that. But then <laughs> when the dad gets his head all fucked up by the snowblower, it shoots out the back end and land. Like, he basically gets scalped and his hair in, like, Head his, skin yeah. lands on a garden gnome. I laughed at that. Like then, the, it just landed. I was like, and then oh my I don't God, really know how great. this was possible because his face, like they literally show his face, and and it's just the skull. <laughs> yeah. but, but then somehow Chucky got his actual face. Yeah, like and put, his face put his face on a watermelon and brought it into the kids' room. Like, hey, look what I did! Isn't this cool? Like a cat who killed a mouse. Yeah, bring and, it to your yeah, window. and um. So that was ridiculous. The second killer was the one that I said had me like wincing. Like I was like, oh, I don't want to see this. And the, it's the second kill was Jack Black. Oh yeah. And he's basically also this just had me. I was like, that's not how that works, but I didn't really care. Yeah. The pipes getting like inferno level level degrees. Yeah. <laughs> like 280 degrees. Is yeah. like you can't get them that hot. Yeah. You, like they just would explode. He basically like Chucky's like running around on the floor and keeps like slicing his legs and stuff with a knife. So he gets on top of a table. That table is actually though, like a bandsaw. Yeah. And fuck. And he's like, I don't even remember what happens, but the table tilts or whatever. But he, the guy grabs the pipe over him on the ceiling. Yeah. And then Chucky basically turns on the saw blade and then turns up the thermostat to like two hundred degrees. Going. It yeah, just keeps on going, and it eventually stops. it burns his hands and he falls down, and then he just gets messed, shreds, up. shreds his legs off. Yeah, I that, was like, oh my god, that's a lot of blood and a lot of gore. That was really rough to watch. I liked it. I loved it. You loved it. Yeah. This this is what I mean. Like once the violence really kicks off, I'm like, fuck yes. Like I think they. That's that's an important that's an important piece of it, and I think that they nailed a lot of the gore in this movie. Yeah, those those two though, I felt like were still happening when the movie was like actually trying to develop the characters and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was having fun. They're a little bit earlier. I was yeah. having fun with that and enjoying the rest of it. The kills after that, I think, are a little bit meh compared to the other ones. Well, you have Detective Mike's mother. Yeah, which they don't really show. They show him flying, like swinging the car back and forth, and yeah, and, and then him pop up in the car, and then it like cuts cut, away. It cuts away, and then they have a, a they, this one. The gore itself wasn't anything for me. I was just like, whatever. But this was like intentionally supposed to be funny. The guy in the the buddy costume. Yes, yeah. that, was, that was the one I was just saying before, where I was like, there's one later that I really love. Yeah. I I thought that was great, and he takes. <laughs> He takes off the head for the costume. He sprays so much blood on this little girl. Yeah, that's why it's supposed to be I, funny. They, I was dying. I yeah. was like, I can't believe they... Because I think even the funniest thing about that moment for me wasn't even what I was watching in the context of the movie. It's just thinking about that day on set. <laughs> and like, if they didn't... If like, they didn't fully tell that girl... Like, you know, she knew like she was going to get sprayed with blood, but... Figuring it's like, oh, regular horror movie. Like, you know, someone gets cut and then there's just one squirt of blood and it like fans out across a bunch of people. And then they get there and they just like lean over to her. And they're like, 
all right, so in this scene, he's going to spray you with blood for three whole minutes, <laughs> and you just need to keep screaming. <laughs> and I was like, because <laughs> they, they start bleeding on her, then it cuts away to something else, and then it cuts back to her, and he's still bleeding on her. Yeah. her she's just like... Covering him. She looks like Carrie. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, <laughs> it's fucking insane what they put that little girl through. <laughs> that... that like I said, I didn't think the the actual kill itself was anything special, just because he just slits his throat. Really. Yeah, he just pops up, stabs um, a knife through his neck. But that part was funny. The rest of the kills though are just drones with box cutters attached to them, just like slicing people. Man, when it when it hit Detective Mike, I was like, no, because <laughs> I I loved his character, Aubrey Plaza's character. I won't say what happens to her, but there was that was not fun to watch. Oh, that was unsettling. Yeah. I liked that, that it, they did that. It was a little bit more, like, torturous, and it wasn't just, like, typical. That's another thing, too. Like, every death kind of felt unique, with the exception of, like, obviously when he's attacking with the drones and maybe a couple people get killed the same way like that in that moment. But in terms of, like, your major characters, like, everybody kind of meets a different murder tactic. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, like, how do you think of all that? Well, I play Mortal Kombat, and the whole time I'm just, like, are these people all right? <laughs> yeah. Whoever wrote this needs help. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I think the, the kills for the most part are really good. I felt similar to kind of how I felt when I saw it. And that's, they show you the most horrifying things early on in the movie. And then when you get to your finale, it's maybe not as good. Yeah. I don't remember anything really. All right. There was one thing. There was one thing that I was like questioning so are we so in in the end they smash the shit out of Chucky and they all like destroy the fuck out of him, right? Oh, I don't get this either. I know what you're gonna say. Does he transfer his consciousness like a la Ultron? <clears throat> he has to. That's the only way. I mean, he's cloud based, so I'm assuming that's what he did, but they don't say it. They just kind of they leave it in there in case they wanna make it a sequel. Yeah. So is a la, uh... is, is this MCU? Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Chucky uh, is actually Ultron? I was going to say a la Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember the last scene of that movie? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. They're like, <laughs> and, and and the sequel. And they're like, no. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's twice now God, a different Godzilla movie has come up on this episode. <laughs> but what about the baby dinosaurs? <laughs> they can be in Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah, basically. You ain't wrong there. But yeah, that, that was the only thing where I was like, that kind of is cheap. Yeah. But it almost makes me think like, oh, they're definitely going to go way over the top in the next one. Because if that's the case, then did he only, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. Or is the idea that, because you know how there was that other Chucky doll who was kind of misleading the kit Andy towards him, but that wasn't actually Chucky. It was just a doll on the shelf. And then as he's walking towards it, Aubrey Plaza is like shaking her head. And yeah. then actual Chucky jumps out and attacks him. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that maybe he can control other Maybe the Chucky doll that they destroyed in the end was one that he was controlling. Yeah. Had it had and, it been. And then the real Chucky doll who was actually doing everything was somewhere else, like in a remote location, kind of. You know what I mean? I know I know what you mean. But even that, it's just like, well, you didn't if they had shown that that's what had happened, I feel like I'd be okay with it. Like more okay with it. It didn't bother me. It felt hollow. Like I think that's kind of what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kinda like, oh, whatever. I mean I was not really in the mood to nitpick this movie. Yeah, there me was, either. I felt like, on, honestly, like the way I feel about this movie is I got more than I was expecting. Me too. So I was, I was like pretty surprised. 
like I said, I think the acting was pretty good. I thought the kills were good. I thought they actually hit you with some emotion in the movie. You, yeah. you felt for the characters, which was nice. I um, felt I felt really bad for the kid. Like, yeah, it's bad enough he's got a murderous doll, but now he's got a hot mom too. The everyone's gonna want a <laughs> piece they, of that. They even say in the movie, he's like, "Oh, your sister's hot." <laughs> he's yeah. like, "That's my mom." He's like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> well, early on, I wrote, "I'm like, she's way too young to be playing his mom, or at least that kid's too old." But then, act like literally five minutes later, she so, said, "She says it's like, yeah, I had a really productive sweet 16. Yeah, and I was just like. Okay, like, yeah. like Ryan said the same thing immediately. <laughs> Ryan said the same thing leaving the theater, but Aubrey Plaza I think just turned thirty five. That old, but if she had, but that kid but if, looked like he was sixteen. Yeah, but if she had him when she was seventeen, it would line up. Yeah, I know. I'd start. I was doing the math in the theater too. I was just like, all right, what's the youngest she can be, and what's the oh my god, like all right, I guess that works. And <laughs> she just she just looks younger than she is. Yeah, and and the other thing is, you know, we talked a little bit about the kills. There really isn't that many kills in the movie. I have a count. And was it five? It is seven. It's eight if you count the cat. Oh, I forgot about the cat. Yeah. All serial killers, they start with torturing and killing animals. <laughs> so at least they took a took a realistic route with Chucky's development. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, they always start small. You start with animals. But I like that. I like that the first, like at least human kill, probably doesn't come until about forty-five minutes into the movie. Yeah. Actually, I shouldn't say that he kills someone right, like right in the beginning of the movie, but they don't show it. Wait, what do you mean? There's a guy that gets thrown off a roof at the plant, and they it's implied that it's Chucky. I didn't think it was Chucky. Who do you think it was? I thought he killed himself. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I thought he just was like, I'm gonna make this fucking this murder at all. I'm gonna jump out the goddamn window. Oh, I I took it as it was Chucky. How would he have done it so fast? Because then he got wrapped up in his box and everything. And he like wasn't I said, turned I wasn't, on yet. I wasn't trying to nitpick the movie. I was right out the gate. But they they also showed the box after that, and the box had a rip in it. It was like it was like ripped. It looked like it had been opened and resealed. I didn't even think about it in a sense of a story. I I just thought that that was like our way of recognizing which box was his. Oh, okay. Because if they were all just pristine boxes, you'd just be like, "Here's a bunch of Chucky dolls, and we don't know which one's which." At least that had like a characteristic to the box that made it so that we could easily recognize it when it got to the store later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. His eyes do light up red as well, though. Of course but, they do. Yeah, that's how you show something's evil. <laughs> You glow red. Glow red eyes. But, you know, I like that he doesn't kill anything for a while. Like I said, I, I like that it was actually about the characters for a while, the movie. before, yeah. And then, then you get all your kills and stuff like that. And but some you, of them are in glorious fashion. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you actually nailed it. Because I've been doing this now with these movies. I actually write down the timestamp, essentially. It, it's rough. But I, I look at the time that the movie started and what time it is currently. And mm-hmm. just kind of gauge around how long. Uh, dead on forty. I wrote forty five minutes is the first kill. Oh yeah, that's what. Which another good thing about this movie, hour and thirty minutes. Yeah, oh, it's it's short so, and sweet and to the point. Yeah, like they don't waste a lot of time. Like yeah. it's just a and it's not one thirty three, one thirty two, one thirty one, one twenty nine. Just sweet <laughs> fucking ninety minutes. That, that's a fucking perfect. We uh, love we, it. We mentioned Midsummer or Midsummer earlier. Yeah, apparently it's like two and a half hours long. Really? Yeah. Well, it better be all good. Yeah, I think it's two twenty or something like that. So yeah. Jeez, man. Well, yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I was like, like the movie started ending, and the movie never dragged for me either. Yeah, and, I, and it's probably because one, it is shorter, but I, I, I enjoyed most of it. So like when the movie ended, I checked my watch and I was expecting it to be like nine thirty, like a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. It was like 
it was like nine o'clock. Like I was like, oh damn, that movie was like only like an hour and twenty five minutes long, not including the credits and stuff. And yeah, so, fucking sweet man, loved it. Yeah, loved that aspect of it. But <laughs> how are the audiences and the critics responding to this bad bitch? What's the, the audiences and the critics. You have a tomato tomato for me? I do. You shouldn't have. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the tomato, 60%. Yeah. Right there. Skimming by with a passing grade. Just making <laughs> just it. Just making it. The audience score, 60%. Skimming by just right Are there. Are they the same? <laughs> yeah, they're the same. This is tough. 60 to 60. I'm going to say, tum... oh, man, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to commit to one grade over the other. I'm going to say tomato. I'm saying tomato as well. Yeah, just because it has more positive what's, connotation. What's, what's your grade? So here's the thing. Oh, don't do this This is again. like a B <laughs> horror movie, but I liked it. Like, I enjoyed my time watching it, mm-hmm. but like, it is like a B movie. So like, I want to give it a B because it's a B movie. Do you know what I mean? I'm not playing into this again. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> okay, No, I, uh, I'd say B minus. B minus is your yep, grade. That's my real grade. B minus. My grade's a C plus. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're right there. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really good time watching this movie, and I was just genuinely surprised by how much fun I had with it. Yeah. And I'm glad that it didn't take itself too seriously, but it was clearly thought out. Like, this wasn't just thrown together, like, let's make some fucking cash and, you know, make another horror reboot. Like, this felt like, you know... They let's actually not- had a vision for this. Yeah, they did something different with it. They didn't just go, like, let's remake it. And I've, I've talked about, I think, in, like, Dark Phoenix, I'm okay with changing from your source material. I'm okay with kind of rewriting the history of a character it's okay to change things as long as you're still making something good. Not necessarily better than the original, but just do something good, if, even if it is different. And I think this this movie did a really good job with that. They did something different, but it was good different. It You know, if you wanted exactly the same story as what you get in the original Child's Play, you can still just go watch that movie. Mm-hmm. This brought it to a modern age. It felt appropriate. And... They did, a, they did a good job kind of separating itself from the original Child's Play movies while really carrying on, like, the main core of, like, what those movies are, which is it's just a, a campy slasher movie about a sentient doll. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we really getting hung up about? Yeah, I, like, you, you basically said everything I would have said. I, I got more out of this than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I, I uh, I've never been too attached to the Chucky movie, so I didn't care about any of the... The, the changes, changes yeah. and I thought that all the changes were actually good creative choices, like you said, like they had a vision for it, and yeah, it gave gave me a little bit of little bit of feels, a little bit of it actually had some characters to it. Yeah, it wasn't just like nonsense. Just this person's placed here to get murdered. Like even the people who do get murdered, it's just like they served a purpose in the story. Like even Detective Mike's mother. And well, he also like, and we didn't even say this, but like another reason why I like the first hour of the movie, all of Chucky's kills have 
a reason behind them. It's not just that he's evil. Yeah, he's not it's, just a unhinged psycho. Yeah, like I mean he is, but like yeah, he's well. <laughs> but like in his mind he's doing something for a reason and you know why he's doing it like cuz you understand how he's feeling even though it is psychotic. Yeah. They did so, proper character development. Yeah. You understand his you understand his motives. Yeah, I actually like kind of I was like, "Oh wow, I'm actually like you're actually seeing a little bit of like an arc to the fucking doll which i did not expect which is crazy to me because we just did a review for dark phoenix (laughs) which is a movie out of however many nine different x-men movies or 10 something crazy like that and you would think they would put the same amount of thought and foresight into character development (laughs) somehow child's play in one movie had more thought in their writer's room than dark phoenix did what kind of a world are we living in? Mm, not a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it does feel like they were in the writer's room on this movie and be like, okay, Chucky's killing these people. Why is he killing these people? Mm-hmm. Because that's something that you don't get out of a lot of horror movies now. It's just yeah, like, you don't. this is our monster. Especially this is our, sla- slasher our, films. Yeah, it's just like, why are they killing these people? Like, Because it's a fucking horror movie. Have some deaths and let's put this bullshit out. Yeah. This one, they like really thought about everyone's motivation why does the kid have trouble with killing chucky when he's a murderous doll because it was his only friend when he moved Mm -hmm. and there is some sort of problems going on in the kid's life that this doll just came in at a a right time for him Mm -hmm. so like there's difficulties there why can't he talk to his mom because she's blinded by this douchebag like there's a lot of sense behind everybody it gave every character a real purpose and, you know, it fucking drives the story home. Yeah. And then I, other writer rooms write fucking dark phoenix. Trash. Yeah, like, it, like it, I've said this like five times already, but I got more than I was expecting out of this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I went in with like low expectations. I was like, this is one of the few times where like I actually see the audience and critic score and I completely disagree with both of them. Yeah. There's a lot of times where I'm like, I could kind of get behind what you're like that great or whatever. Like this, I'm like, I think they're too low. They're, they're, yeah. This is this is better than a lot of horror movies we're getting, and I had more fun, and there's better writing in it. Yeah, I think horror generally scores pretty low, anyways. But it scores low with critics, but higher with audience. Even the, the audience is even low on this. Yeah. Maybe that's because you have the the Chucky purists. Yeah, they're just tanking it or <laughs> they're out there with the pitchforks. <laughs> yeah, you son of the bitches! It was supposed to be voodoo, voodoo, voodoo. <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck all of them. What do you care? Because it's still a good movie. Doesn't matter. That's the whole thing. Like I was saying before, not my like, Chucky. Yeah, right. Not my Chucky. I want to make those T-shirts. <laughs> not my Chucky. Yeah. It's got but, Chucky Finster from the Rugrats on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would wear that shirt. I truly would. Yeah, we should make that a thing. <laughs> but, but yeah, man. I don't know. I just I don't like people who get too hung up on. Oh, it doesn't match. It doesn't match the original or something like that. And granted, I know that I had like a 15 minute rant on our Dark Phoenix episode all about that. But that was different because you made changes and made a bad movie here. They made changes and made a fine movie. At least the changes in this movie felt smart. Like yeah. they, they had like purpose behind them. Thought out. The changes in Dark Phoenix didn't really seem like they served much purpose. <laughs> Money was the purpose and they didn't even do that. OK, there so, you go. Good for them. Well, cool, man. I'm glad we enjoyed a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's real. Hey, this is two movies in a row that we've enjoyed. Yeah, because what was the last Toy one Toy Story. Did? Yeah. I've actually been enjoying a lot of these movies now that I think about it, because I actually liked Dead Don't Die, too. Yeah. 
I wasn't as huge on that, but yeah, I know. And now, and now, what do we got coming out after this? We got like Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep, Midsummer. Midsummer, which we're super hyped on. Yeah, I. Uh, so my, there's the potential for it to be like four movies in a row, five movies in a row that we all enjoyed. I bet you that is a record, a record. for the show. <laughs> Usually, it's like we really like this movie, and then in three in a row, we're like. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Boop. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> We've made a mistake. <laughs> Canceling my A-list. Or like the D-list. Fuck. Yeah, really. <laughs> really screwing the pooch. Ooh, although, shout out to AMC and the lovely lady working the concession stand. The only time in the one in our mall, because they always ignore the priority line because they just don't want to deal with it. This girl actually did the priority line. And I watched this dude next to me get cut like three times and he was losing his shit. And as I was the next person up, I he did that thing where like they kind of inch f- forward like was, no one else is going in front of me. Like, yeah, he was the, the who's sneaking up to the Grinch's lair. And the- yeah, <laughs> he's but he was doing the thing. He's just like, that's the last fucking time. No one else is cutting me like and then as he's like about to just like walk up as the other person's late because he's not letting someone else cut. She goes, oh, are you are you a Stubbs member? He goes, what? No, I don't know what that is. She's like, oh, I have to take him first and points to me. I didn't even look at the guy. I just went, all right. I was just like, <laughs> and I had my phone out and everything. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, well, I've been, I've been waiting here for like three people now. <laughs> and she's like, they pay for, they pay for the priority line. Like it, it's a service that they pay for to be at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. And he's like, must be nice. And I was just like, yeah, it I, is nice. I, yeah. Cause I'm like, don't worry about it, dude. I'm not one of these schmoes who gets up to the front of the line is like, so what do you guys have on the menu today? They take like 20 minutes to order popcorn and a soda. I just walked up. I was like, large popcorn. Scan my thing. specials do you have? Yeah. They scanned my thing. I got my popcorn. I was out of his hair in like 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Now, do you guys saute that or you just throw it straight on the grill as is? Hmm. What's that? You don't actually have a grill? This is a movie theater? I like my hamburgers broiled. Yeah. That being said, Regal, they probably do have like a full blown menu. I had to think about that. Yeah, I got the swordfish steak when we <laughs> I got the ahi tuna. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just want to shout shout them out. The ahi tuna and a side of churros. Yeah. <laughs> And the popcorn covered in Cheeto dust. Yes. The Cheeto dust popcorn bowl, please. That was the thing. We, we walked in and we looked up and we're like, they got churros. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Pretzels is one thing, but this is ridiculous. We're the, we're the worst kind of people. People get sent about churros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the movie. Oh, oh. Churros. Nothing like a good set of movie theater churros. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know that sugary snack? It gets all the dust on your fingers. Yeah. Best movie theater food. <laughs> But no, I just wanted to shout them out because I've said on this podcast, I'm like, it's bullshit. No one ever pays attention to the priority line. I always got to wait for motherfuckers. But this girl stood up to to this dude and he was not happy. I feel bad that she had to deal with him after I walked away. Nah. He was probably pissed. He was like, it's about time. You know what? Ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> what a goofball. <laughs> I'm A-list, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm A-list, you so you can suck my D. You should have dabbed when you walked up. <laughs> <Like. Yeah. laughs> Spill my popcorn everywhere yeah. on him. And then you should have, oh, you want popcorn, you fuck? Boom, I get free refill. Suck a dick. You should have, you should have dabbed and then had it pour out and then cut him again and be like, I need a refill. <laughs> oh, yes, next time. If I see him again, I'll be like, 
should have spent that money, boy. Cut this line. Hey, I'm cutting you again. Oh, by the way, subscribe to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I got to make business cards. But you know what? If you're listening to this, maybe you're already subscribed. And if you are subscribed, maybe leave us a five-star review. And if you have left us a five-star review, maybe follow us on Instagram. And if you have follow us on Instagram, maybe like a boat. Somewhere there's someone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What? What? They're taking notes. Yeah. They can't keep up. They're like, right. wait, repeat that last line. <laughs> Hitting the back 15 button. I think he said that he wants us to write a six-star review. Oh, my God. I don't know how to do this. Send an email to so iTunes. Mad. Yeah, there you go. Tell him to add an extra star for Two Dudes Movie Review Podcast. <laughs> no, but for real, leave us some five-star reviews. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Two Dudes Movie Reviews, whatever that is. <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing here, am I? Uh, two, dudes, uh, two Dudes Movie two Reviews. Two Dudes Movie Two. Two guys. You're confusing them. Just just make it simple. We're supposed to be the simple guys. It's at Toodly Toodly Doodles Movity Rootables. Two dudes rupee movies. Two dards. Rivalry We just need to end this now. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point, Colin. I think we should. And on that note, Tarkit Larsers and Swampies. <laughs> The Swampies! The Swampies! <laughs>